Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, Bryce. It's your sis, Davon, from Big Brother and The Challenge. Oh, my goodness. I'm loving the podcast, okay? Keep doing what you do. I miss you. I love you. And I'm here for everything you got going, okay? Because it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a purple pants podcast. Ew. I like that. <laughs> It's the Purple Pants, it's the Purple Pants, it's the Purple Pants Podcast. You better get your headphones and listen up quick. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You better listen in public, might make your stomach hurt. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You're trying to unwind, you better get that box wine. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You're trying to get your snack, you better hurry right back, though. It's the Purple Pants, it's the Purple Pants. Hello and welcome to episode 99, Redefine. I am your humble and gracious host, Bryce Isaiah, and thank you so much for tuning in to this week's It's a Purple Pants Podcast. How everybody doing? I hope you had an amazing three-day, if not a four-day holiday, because you know your baby boy did. Now, before I get into my shenanigans, I just want to make sure that if you are not already, please make sure you subscribe to the Purple Pants Podcast. We are available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, really wherever it is that you listen to a podcast at, we are available. Hit the subscribe button, okay? Give your baby boy some five stars. Write a review. I would be so appreciative. Yes, I'm so excited to be back recording for you guys. I'm so excited to be back in your ear pods. I'm so excited to be back in your car, your kitchen, in your office, wherever it is that you listen to the podcast at. I'm just back coming through your speaker. But whoo, let me tell y'all, when I say baby boy in his early to late 20s to mid 30s, whoo, baby, 35 hit different when you've been inside a whole pandemic. And you finally decide to let your hair down and go out. So this weekend, I was really excited. My friend Nas, who runs an entertainment company, had one of his, uh, I don't even know if it's not quarterly events called You and Me R&B here in Philadelphia. And, you know, I gathered the crew and we went out. And I was like, you know, on the drive down, I was telling my friends, like, listen, 45 minutes, you know, I just want to make my rounds and then we out. You know, I don't want it to be a long night or anything. 
Ciao, baby boy. Then crawl into the house into the wee hours of the morning. And I'm talking four in the morning. I was so happy to just literally get out the house. I was so happy to put on an outfit. And at first I was like, oh, I got to go to the store, buy outfit. So I had went to the mall, picked up a couple of things. And then when it was time to get ready. Now, any of you that have listened to me uh, for 99 episodes, then you know one of my favorite parts of getting ready or going out is getting ready. I like to put the jams on, take a shower, you know, spruce my hair up, have a cocktail, and just really enjoy the moment of getting ready. So it was, like, so fun. And as I'm getting ready, I remembered that, like, why I go shopping when I had all of these clothes that I have like not worn yet. And so I didn't waste my money because the, the outfit that I bought, I didn't even end up wearing it because I already had like millions of outfits at home to wear. So I just put on an outfit I already had, you know, baby that I couldn't fit a couple of months ago. Let me add that in. Cause you know, your baby boy on his diet, trying to do a little home workout, slimming on down and, uh, you know, really had a great time. I was so surprised to see so many of my friends out and about. It was a sold out crowd. I was a little nervous at first, but I'm like, you know what? I'm fully vaccinated and I've got to live my life. I can't like be on the sideline having FOMO, wishing I did stuff like, you know, I want to be safe. But I also it's a hot boy summer. It's a vaccinated boy summer at that. And so, you know, the Fillmore in Philadelphia, you know, my friend Nas literally sold it out. We arrived. It wasn't that crowded. And I was with my friend and my little cousin. And it was so funny because, you know, if you go out with me, we, we just don't go out. So we had broken the club up into like quadrants. And so I was like, right here by the bar is quadrant one. Over there by that other bar is quadrant two. By the stage is quadrant three. By the steps is quadrant four. I'm like, okay, those are the quadrants. If you can't find me, text me and I'll meet you at one of the quadrants. Okay. And it really became like a game. But I could not move throughout the crowd without somebody being like, Bryce, where are you at? Bryce. I was like, I seen coworkers. I didn't seen friends. I didn't seen cousins. I seen family. Like, listen, all of Philly was out at UME RB, and I just had such a good time. That 45 minute thing went out the door. Once they started playing the jams, once, you know, baby boy has some more liquor in him. I really just had such a good time. And listen, the boys was out too. Okay. Baby boy, then, you know, took a couple of numbers, slid my numbers, you know, been texting some people from the event. Like, I'm okay. But anyway, that ain't none of y'all business. But I'm just saying, baby boy was out in effect, just living my best life. And it really reminded me of how fun outside is and how I am a social butterfly. I like, you know, when I'm in the club, I see something I like. I'm like, hey, girl, I really love your hair. Oh, that top is cute. You know, I just... I'm a social butterfly. So I had such a great time and it was such a good time for me and my friend Sarah and my little cousin Nasir to just like, you know, have some fun times together. So I was just like, woo, when the next event and Wendell all texted me like, you're having fun without me. Boy, bye. Okay. You in Florida. 
Okay. Where was Joey Hatch? Joey Hatch couldn't even make it either. So listen, I had to represent for the troops. But I really hope everyone had a joyous holiday, even though y'all know my holiday was Juneteenth. I can't celebrate the Independence Day if, you know, my people wasn't even free from a child. Y'all know the story. But I really hope that you got time to spend with your family, some cookouts, me. Okay, I went out that one night. Baby, I was laid up in the bed the other two nights. When I tell you that liquor hit me. But even though I was recovering in the bed, I really got to watch some good movies that I would never normally watch. So I was on Amazon Prime and I saw the movie The Tomorrow War. And I'm like, child, I ain't going to want to watch this. Baby, in my dream, it was like four o'clock in the morning. Baby, I was up to 645 watching the end of it. So it was it gave me very much Independence Day vibes, but it was really, really good. So if y'all have not seen that on Amazon Prime, go ahead and watch the Tomorrow War. Another movie that I watched this weekend was The Ice Roll on Netflix. Now, it didn't start off that good because The Tomorrow War was so amazing, but I think it's with like Liam Neeson or whatever his name is. So that movie was good, but it was one of them type of movies where it's like, well, child, anything that comes in this guy way, he seems to just be able to to beat the obstacle. It just didn't seem real, but it was really good. And when I was on Netflix, I seen that my show, Atypical, the final season, the fourth season comes back July 9th. So posse, prepare for a typical review at some point in time. But listen, I didn't give y'all my rundown of my three-day weekend, okay? Baby boy's still tired, but it was so much fun. And I woke up the next morning. I'm like, I don't have no voice. My friend Sarah was like, yeah, because you were screaming the whole night. <laughs> I don't know what it is when I go to events and I got liquor in me. I just scream. But anyway, let me give you the rundown of this week's episode, 99, Redefine, okay? Because listen, some rules may be rules, some laws may be laws, but that don't mean they need to stay the same. Sometimes we might need to redefine what laws are and what the rules are. But it is a casual tea episode. Well, before the casual tea, we got the church announcements. And then the casual tea with me and the baby boy, Aman. We are breaking down all of the juicy topics. We talk about Bill Cosby getting released from jail. We talk about Britney Spears and the new judge rulings. We talk about Shakari Richardson and the Tokyo Olympics. We talk about Little Nas X and his BET performance. And, okay, we go back to our roots of the casualty and talk a little Big Brother 23 We got the Purple Pants Premonitions, and I really feel like this Purple Pants Premonitions is special because I've gotten some emails that people are like, you know, sometimes the premonitions can be hard to follow. And so we really kind of go back to our roots and really break down what the purpose of the Purple Pants Premonitions is. So I think that you can get something out of it. And we got the Freak of the Week. So listen, listen, I'm still screaming like I'm at the club. Okay, I'm not at the club. I'm in the Purple Pants podcast. So let's get into these church announcements. And 
comments on this week's church announcements. If you follow me on Instagram, Twitter, you know, the Purple Pants Podcast or Bryce Isaiah, I had put a little message out saying that I want to hear from you. Next week, we are approaching a very big milestone. We reach episode 100. I don't know how we got here, okay? But we are here. And I don't feel like I have gotten here by myself. I truly believe from the first episode that I've ever recorded in the Maiden Voyage. And I told y'all in that episode, if you listening to this podcast, we go together. And I truly mean that. And I really want to hear from you, Purple Pants Posse. I would love it if you could send me a one to two minute audio clip just telling me why you are a member of the Purple Pants Posse, what you get out from listening to the podcast, what's something that you've learned from the podcast, what's something that you know that inspires you about listening to the podcast. I want to hear from you. So if you could do your baby boy that favor and send me a one minute to two minute audio clip just telling me why you listen why it's important that you know we go together i would greatly appreciate it if you could please email me at purplepantspodcast at gmail.com i would be forever in debt now mind you let me give y'all a time frame i need it by saturday july 10th okay and Anyone and everyone that submits an audio clip will be insert in a Purple Pants podcast giveaway. You know, it's a celebration, a hundred episodes, and I want to celebrate the people that support and listen to me. So everyone that submits an audio clip is entered into a Purple Pants podcast giveaway. And I will announce the winner on the next podcast and let you know what you won. So please, if you could do me that favor and submit an audio clip one to two minutes about why you a member of the Purple Pants Posse, I would greatly appreciate it. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. 
Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's a man who is a man you. Meat and potatoes like we're cooking up a great stew. It's a man who is a man you. Meat and potatoes like we're cooking up a great stew. And we are back this week with the casual tea. It's Aman and B. What is going on? Aman, welcome back to the podcast for some casual tea. Yo, yo, yo. What it do? How it be? Uh-oh. Thanks for coming oh. back, everybody. <laughs> also, oh. happy Fourth of July weekend to everybody. Oh, okay, you know, I I don't know if I really choose to celebrate the 4th of July, you know, my Independence Day was Juneteenth, but... uh, Fair, very fair, you know, I'm just, but, you know, just in case anybody out there is, you know, feeling festive, whatever, I guess. I'm I'm feeling no work. I'm feeling no work on Monday is how I'm feeling. Yes, oh. yes, that's the real celebration. When they said th- when they they gave us a half day on Friday and they gave us the day off on Monday, I was like, oh, you ain't saying nothing but a word. I'm uh, I'm out of here. Listen, <laughs> how has your week been? How have you been since the last casual tea? Uh, my week has been sort of like the the beginning half was kind of shitty because I was I got so sick this past weekend it was horrible like my I was it was the worst cold I thought I had COVID for a second I was like come on you got the vaccine you got Moderna no less like you're probably fine but I've I've since gotten over it like around Wednesday and I've been feeling a lot better and so the end of the week has been has been pretty smooth sailing and I'm just excited for this weekend. Isn't that crazy though how COVID has affect our lives in. You can't even have allergies anymore. Like, you can't right? even have the common cold because this allergy season, I was sniffling up a storm. And I'm like, oh, shoot, is it COVID? Is it COVID? And then, you know, <laughs> with, with my allergies, like, you know, I'll lose my sense of smell because I'm, like, so congested. So, like, every night I'll be going to sleep and I'm like, I can't smell nothing. I can't, like, so it's just crazy that, to think that, like, how affected we are uh, just in like you know I, I don't even want to cough in public even if it's like you know dust flying by what was weird for me was this uh, Friday because um, you know I'm going out tonight it's like literally my first like outing in I can't even tell you and um, I went to the mall you know just seeing you know what I could get you know try put, you know look a little oh, what, what, what mall did you go to I was at the mall yesterday oh, I was up at the the Willow Grove Oh, I was at Philadelphia Mills. Oh, oh. come on. Oh, not ooh, not the Mills. <laughs> Why is that bad? I mean <laughs> You know I'm not from here, so I don't be knowing. <laughs> I mean, it's not bad, but like it is that that's is that even a mall? But I, I mean was, it's a mall. Like uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean it's I a, mean, it's definitely I mean I've been to KO I've only been to KOP and uh, Philadelphia Mills and definitely KOP is definitely way better uh, than the Mills. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> the Mills is like, yeah, when I used to go as a child, it would be like there there were like seven of the same stores. Half of them wouldn't even be open. But we ain't even... T- and mind you, it used to be called Franklin Mills Mall. Not e- they try to like, you know, rebrand it. I know. My, my my friend, my Philly native friend was like, it's not it's not Philadelphia Mills. It's Franklin Mills. I'm like, it's, I'm pretty sure it says Philadelphia on the sign, but okay. <laughs> it's the Franklin Mills Mall. But this is what I noticed when I went to the mall. Um, bitch, ain't nobody had no mask on. I was like, oh, 
I know. I was like, oh, I guess the mandate's not here today. And some of the people in the stores didn't have it on. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, all right. I I mean, for the most part, all of the workers had it on and and me. But I was just like, oh, okay. So we we outside and inside with no mask on. And uh, yeah, it was just weird. Uh, I mean, I just... It took me a while to get used to the mask because, you know, me as a black man, I'm not trying to go in no store with a mask. Uh, And, you know, I kind of sort of got over that. And I kind of like the mask because, you know, listen, if I don't got no haircut, if I listen, you don't even see me. But it was really uh, interesting just to be like, and I, I maybe me and a handful of other people had their mask on in the mall. And I was just like, okay, this is weird, but I'm going to keep my mask on. <laughs> no, yeah, it's definitely weird. Like, I walking around the mall yesterday and just seeing people elect to not have their mask on, it was just like, like what a paradigm shift. Because, like, like, a year and a half ago, like, a mask, like, what is that? What, what, who is that? Who's she? But now that's, I mean, I can't imagine leaving the house without it nowadays. So right. people aren't having it. It's just like... Okay, I mean that—that's a choice. Choices. I mean, I mean, listen, but and so you know, the CDC just said if you fully vaccinated, you don't got to wear it. But right, I'm just right. saying, like, I know all y'all holes up in here is not vaccinated. Okay, like, I yeah. like, I just know. But the government, the government said we didn't get our goal at seventy percent. So I know that there's at least three out of ten of y'all don't get your shit on. So oh, okay. <laughs> But then it just makes me like uh, I'm nervous because I'm like I'm going out tonight and I'm like where are you going? I, uh, my friend is having an event. Is you and me aren't be at the Fillmore, so I'm so excited just to like Ooh. go and, and be around some melanated people and listen to some jams. Um, but yeah, I was just I was thinking about that today. I'm like, am I going to wear a mask when I go in there? Like I don't know if these are all of these things that I think about, um, and I'm sure everyone kind of thinks about as they like re-enter life. And and of course, if I'm around like family or friends or people that I've been around, like, you know, my COVID circle, um, mm-hmm. I don't wear a mask. But this is like probably my largest event that I right. have gone to in over a year. So it's just is giving me a little anxiety. Yeah, it's but... a nerve wracking, especially I mean, especially for me, like I just got sick. Like, it was just like, damn, like you start, you know, going out and feeling free again. And then wham, something hits you. And the right. fact like after I got my second vaccine a week later, I get strep throat. It's like, damn, like. Can, I don't know. Can I live? Right. Like, I mean, what Like, what else is there? Like, what else do you have for me, Lord? Because obviously you're sending trials my way. So mm. it's just, it is definitely, it's it's a little nerve wracking. But I mean, I, I have the I have the suspicion that when you walk up in there tonight, most of the people will not have masks. I, I, I'm, I'm kind of thinking that as well. And so like, it's just really like, I mean, I'm vaccinated, so it's fine, but it's still just like a, I mean, but, you know, hopefully, you know, I have a little cocktail in my system and, um, you know, the Fillmore is a pretty big place and I know that it's Mm -hmm. it's very spacious and I know that they specifically did not uh, sell like full capacity. So, I mean, whatever that means, Uh, but, you know, I still am like, you know, okay, I don't know. but especially know. with this like whole Delta variant thing going around, like, and I understand that viruses mutate. That is the nature of the virus. They will mutate as they pass from host to host, make themselves better. I get it. But it's still, I mean, they found that it's already more infectious. Now, whether or not it's more deadly, I mean, data is, you know, still coming in on that. But, it, you know, it just, it, I, I, I just think that it's just, an, it's a reminder that we're not kind of out of this yet. And we still 
We don't have a cure for COVID. We might have a vaccine, but that's not a cure. These people people um, have been getting infected with the Delta variant that have been fully vaccinated. So there's just, you know, still stuff out there that we don't necessarily know. So I just urge everyone, just be on the safe side. Just, you know, wear your, wear your mask, you know? I mean, we're, I think that we can see the, the light at the end of the tunnel, but we still got to get there. You know what I mean? We're not. Yeah. No, for sure. And I, um, I always just be like, I just think it's so interesting how... Maybe four months ago on the news, all you heard was COVID, 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 all that. You watch mm-hmm. the news now, and it's anything but that. Um, and so I just, I don't know. I just think the dra- like you know, the drastic change one way or another is just like, okay, like, which, 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 I be mean, like, you know, just <laughs> four months ago, like, I, I doubt it, it can change that much. Uh but yeah, it's just a stark difference in the the news and the reporting and the updates. I mean, I understand it. Like as a society, we need to move on. Um, not like move on, but we need to like you know continue our lives. But I mean, I'm just saying, like, damn, like I can't get no update. Like you know, like mm-hmm. so. Yeah, it's a lot, but I'm gonna have a I'm gonna have a good time tonight, and I I'm gonna yes. be safe. Post some pics to the gram. Yeah, well, see. listen. Okay, well, child, I feel like that's the only really reason I want to go out. Okay, I just want a photo. <laughs> Come I on, photo let, op. <laughs> listen, I need to let these hoes know. Yes, um, I'm still alive. I'm still breathing. I'm still iconic. Yes, don't forget. Okay. <laughs> but let's get into this week's casual tea. We've got a lot to unpack. Um, it has been a news heavy last two weeks um so yeah let's just dive into it um i think the first one uh and i think just before we even dive into this topic i just think like you know trigger warning for anyone that is that has suffered sexual abuse or any trauma related things like we will be talking about bill cosby so i just want to give you that forewarning if you want to skip past this part um but you know bill cosby the philadelphia native was released from prison this week uh the supreme court had ruled that the prosecutors violated uh bill cosby's right by reneging on an apparent promise not to charge him um and the court majority ruled and he was released and that really sent shockwaves throughout our nation and it is been just quite interesting because for me i love to read the comments and you know that's i live for the comments and it really seems that the the consensus is split. There are some people uh, like uh, his wife that played on the Cosby's, uh, Felicia Richard, uh, rejoicing, saying like this has been a miss. Uh, basically saying like this has been a, 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 a thanks the justice system for writing their wrong. And we know that Miss Felicia Richard just became a dean at Howard, and quickly she had to recant her statement. There just seems to be a lot of people that are celebrating his release. Um, There seems to be a lot of people thinking that this release means that he is innocent. Mm. And for me, um, of someone that 
has been a longtime Cosby uh, fan in the sense that I grew up with him on TV. Uh, he was like a father figure to me. Um, he, you know, has done so much for the the HBCUs. He's done so much to like, you know, inspire people to want to go to school. Um, I and there are people on the other side that are outraged and that are completely like you know just saying like oh with in this society if you're a man and you're rich you can get away with anything and i don't necessarily disagree with them however my like official response and official take on this situation is that i feel like people are spending uh too much time focusing on cosby and not enough time focusing on the countless women that came forward uh, that, you know, the courage that it took uh, to tell their story, uh, to go through the things that they have gone through. And I don't think the media or us as a society are spending enough time on those women because I can only imagine uh, coming forward after being assaulted, uh, you know, years later, even years ago when you told your story and nothing happened. And now years later, you tell your story uh, and this predator goes to jail and then he's released on a, you know, on a, I don't don't even know what I'm trying to say, like on a, like a fluke. Um, And I can't imagine how technicality, a technicality. I can't imagine how traumatizing that has to be. Uh, from not only the original trauma and then the trauma to see him released and then the trauma to see people celebrating and to know that you told your story. Uh, so for me, I'm with the countless women that came forward and told their stories and my hearts and my prayers are with you uh, during this time because I could not imagine. Um, and that's really my take on it. Yeah, I mean, I, I really appreciated all the people in the media and in the news that really bumped those women's testimonies up because, lest, lest we forget, he definitely was prosecuted. Like, he went to jail. They found him guilty. He even ad- he admitted to it. I mean, He's on like, the record admitting to using and, quaaludes and drugging women. Like, come on. And that's the reason why he got off. It's because he admitted to it in a sealed document, document and they unsealed it. So I just think that it is important for us to recognize that. And I feel like in the black community, you know, we want to celebrate Cosby. And I just feel like, you know, unfortunately... He's a predator um, and we got to call a thing a thing. And there are so many times in so many different communities where, you know, people have been abused by their dad, their uncle, their brothers, their cousins. And you're told to keep quiet. You're told not to talk about it and, you know, to sweep it under the rug. And I don't think that this is something that we can sweep under the rug. We've got to listen to those women. We've got to, like, hear them and we've got to stand with them. Um, and that's really my take on it uh, because it's just, yeah, it's just, it's just, it, it, it's a, a sad situation. And again, my focus is not so much on Cosby. My focus is on the women that came forward and told their story. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Definitely. I mean, we, we, we heard y'all. We see y'all. This is not this is not an admission of um, of 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 innocence in terms of Mr. Cosby. Like the man is clearly a predator, clearly trash. Um, and all of the people that are up here, including his lawyer, that are celebrating this release as if it's some reversal of some gross miscarriage of just- justice, like, screw y'all. Screw y'all. Right. And I, the, the, 
the question that I have that I don't have an answer to is, and I'm curious to know your thoughts on this, Aman, is that he is absolutely a predator. Um, he, like, you know, he admitted to doing these things to this, to these women. Um, but in our society are like, can, can we separate the, the person from his, and I don't want to say legacy from his, from right. That's the question. Like, I don't have the answer to that. Um, and I, I struggle with that in the sense, because like I've said, he has been someone that's almost been like a father figure to me on TV. Um, and you know, inspired countless people of color to go to school. Um, and I think that that work is great, but at the same time, you're a predator. And so like, you know, like, I don't even know what to say because it, it is such a like a a layered situation. Um, so I, I I I don't know how to feel. I mean I I think it's it's different for me because I didn't really grow up watching the Cosby Show. Like my family loved it. My sister, my twin, loved that show. Like Nick at Night was her was her boo. Like she would watch the Cosby Show every Saturday night. It was just not like within my realm of interest. So it was so much easier for me to sort of be like, all right, well, then screw Bill Cosby. Like, I don't give a damn. Um, I think that there's always value left in the things that problematic um, people leave behind. That's good because in a lot of ways, yes, he was he was the black father of America for for a number of years. And I don't think that that all gets erased. I think that we can still celebrate the good that he left. Um, but I don't think that there's any problem in being like, bitch, we're done. You know what I mean? Like, you, you two things can be true at the same time. I think that you can walk and chew gum. So if you want to get your life and watch some Bill Cosby episodes, watch some Cosby show, like, that's fine. If you, if because I grew up, you know, I might not have watched the Cosby show like that, but I definitely grew up reading little Bill books. Those are my like that, those are some of the books that taught me how to read. Like so, that stuff still has value to me. I will still hold on to that stuff, but I don't have to seek any more from him. You know what I mean? Like, right. I'm yeah. I mean, it's just such a weird thing because it, in no way, shape, or form am, am I praising Bill. Uh, but it's just an interesting thing. And like you know, the the same kind of concept or conversation comes up with someone like R. Kelly. In the sense, do like if you know, say you got married to his mute, like you know, do you like? Uh, but you know, for me, it's just I, I can't because I again I side with the women and I try to think like, what if that was my mom? What if that was my sister? Like, absolutely not. Um, so it is just such a a layered layered conversation and not like you know beyond you know Bill and the the horrible things that he's done. Like, what does this say about our justice system? Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, like if you you can get away with what you want to get away with because you've got money and like you've got power, like like th- what what type of message does that send? It's. I, <laughs> I just I I just I can't even imagine what these women must be going through. Like I, it's just like y'all got him, y'all got him. Like he was in there for three years, and because of some bull. What I want to know is why did it take so long for this to happen? Like, if this was a technicality that could have got him released, why now? Well, I mean, I don't think it's a why now. I think that it is a if you have the coin to keep it going and he had the coin to keep it going because there were like countless, uh, you know, appeals and processes that he Hmm. was going through since he's been there. So, again, it's about if you have the coin, 
you like you know you can get your case heard or, or get, you know and again it's just mm-hmm. like okay so our justice system is it really about uh serving justice to the people that are victims or is it really about how much money you got to throw around mm-hmm. yeah that, make, that makes sense that does and like so, the, and those, those his lawyers were working fucking overtime excuse my french like that's just I just can't. I just yeah. And again, that's why. Like, it's just it's so it's so sad and so disheartening. Um, because he was a beloved figure. Um, in uh, like you know my life growing up. But at the end of the day, I try to look at it like if this was a uncle. Especially, I'm 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 sure especially for people like you that like grew up here in Philly, like where he's from and where he's right. Went to Temple. Yes. Yes. Mm But again, I like the the way the only way that I can rationale it in my head um, is that like I just like if that were my sister. Mm hmm. Right. And, you know, then right. so and that that's just the, the only way that I can look at it, because like if that's my sister, then no, it's nope. And uh, yeah. And again, that's why my heart and prayers go out to the family of the victims that, you know, came forth and told their story truthfully mm-hmm. and honestly. Yeah, and I think I think another thing that like keeps people from really empathizing with all of these women is that oh, it, it was so long ago. It happened in the seventies. Like, bitch, it was even worse in the seventies. Okay, even worse. Like, we're just now getting to the point where like the Me Too movement can be a thing. So imagine what it must have been like back then in the seventies when there were less cameras around, where there was less recording. There was, yeah, the the internet was not sprawling and you know all consuming like it is now. Like, he was probably getting away with literal murder. Like. Come on, and, and, and yeah, like we've we've seen these women that have said that I came forward and my career was ruined, my reputation mm-hmm. was ruined. You know, yep. I think about you know Pharaoh, Pharaoh, Pharaoh versus Allen, the documentary of Woody Allen on HBO Max. <laughs> like another powerful that. man. Listen, you need to because it's good. And what the crazy thing about it is, it's like. How can you have a documentary? Now, this, again, this is America. How can you have a documentary kind of sort of like outlining your abuse to your own child? And on that same stream of platform, they release your new movie with y- 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 the documentary about you. Mm-hmm. Yep. But, I mean, yeah. So that's the Cosby take, I think, uh, <laughs> keeping along the lines of our... judicial system in America Uh, the Free Britney movement is a big thing uh, going on and again shout out to all of the Britney Spears stands out there that really have you know grew up with a singer um, and knew that something was not right and we know I talked a little bit about it last week but you know Britney came forward last week in a very rare uh, audio clipping of Britney Um, normally she doesn't attend the court hearings and child with it being COVID who does Um, it's through Zoom and you know instead of letting her lawyers talk Britney really outlines a lot of a number of different things uh, that you know she feels like she's being abused by her family like you know she says that if she could sue her family she would uh that you know she's been having forced to have you know evaluations put on medications that she does not want to be on such as lithium and you know i worked in a psychiatric hospital i've like spent so many hours with doctors and you know the effects of lithium long term can really like alter your mind can really kind of like you know so she is forced 
forced to be on contraceptive medication that she does not want to. She can't like, you know, it's so and we all thought that. And, you know, she came forth and confirmed it. And it's just kind of crazy. And, you know, she even went on to thank her fans uh, or she apologized to her fans for saying, like, listen, I lied to y'all. I said I was good and I really wasn't. Um, And so, you know, that was last week's news. Uh, And then let me get my side eye on and together. Um, Her sister, Jamie Lynn Spears, after Britney kind of sort of took to that, you know, took to the judge and, you know, said if she could sue her family, she would. All of a sudden, you know, we ain't heard from nobody in this family ever since the consortium shit, you know. A Jamie Lynn Spears been, been a successful actress <laughs> off the name of her sister, I might add, because I doubt <laughs> if Britney were not Britney, that Jamie Lynn Spears would not, <laughs> she wouldn't be who she is. So anyway, I digress. So she takes to dance tonight. To go on this rant about how she supports her sister and she's in her sister's life and that, you know, the relationship with her sister is that it's a sister and she's an aunt to her children and an aunt to, you know, her nieces, her, her nephews. And, you know, maybe she's not supporting her sister the way the public wants to support her, but she's been there for her. And I'm watching the video and I'm like, Girl, why are you so defensive? Like, why are you like... Uh, and and for me, it's the timing of the video. Like, oh, girl, now you want... And, and mind you, she, uh. she, she said the only reason she wanted to say something is because she let, you know, all, through all these years, she was letting her sister handle it. And she didn't feel like it was her place uh, to speak up for her sister. Well, bish... She in a consortium. She can't talk. You would be the one to. Oh, oh. Yeah, let me calm down. Let me calm down because it's just like, okay, girl, make it make sense for me because, girl, we Brittany then told us she not she don't she never left alone. She's been forced to record albums. She's been forced to go on tour. So you think, girl, she gonna like Jamie Lynn Spears? Come here and come here quick. You should have just shut up because I really do feel like, and again, I don't know her. This is just my opinion. She really could love her sister. I don't know. It's not my business, but y'all made it my business when you made the video and I can only react to my reaction of the video and I'm a Pisces and I just, I feel like I'm a very good reader (laughs) of people and I just felt like that video was to save your career and your essence. What's left of it. Because I'm just like, girl, like, and even if you did not want to say anything, girl, you could be like Britney with her cryptic ass messages on Instagram. This has been going on for so long. And I just like, like people have been saying free Britney since 2009. Like Mm. it's been such a long time. And I just feel so bad for her like mm-hmm. do- down to like even her reproductive rights like mm-hmm. y'all this conservatorship has prevented her from having children it's even controlled the minutia of like how, what color her fucking kitchen cabinets can be like I'm not exaggerating there's literally something in there about like having control over like even the way that her house looks who she hangs around who she marries 
Like, her life is not her own. And we've seen, I mean, we've seen, you know, many a pop star, many a celebrity sort of, you know, lose the essence of who they are, lose the essence of life through, you know, celebrity ship and all of that. But this is, this is legally just an entire control over her life. And for what? For the money. For the money. Like, her father has taken so much money from her. It's just, and like, look, we've, yes, we all were there in 2007 when Britney had her meltdown. She shaved her head. She was a mess at the VMAs. She clearly was not in a good mental state. Like, we we know. But we know know why. But we know why. Because of us. Because of the paparazzi. Because of the, like, we, like, I mean, who, who wouldn't go crazy? Exactly. Like, she's, she, she was the biggest, she was the biggest star in the world in the 2000s. Like, the, the the blueprint for which so many of these other girls coming up have modeled their careers after. Like, that's so much pressure and so much attention to have on one person. I'm not surprised that she snapped. I'm not. But I don't think that this conservatorship is the answer to that. Right. Like, child, I, child, I snap when my supervisor tell me to do more than three things. That, like, you know, like, <laughs> I, like, you know, like... <laughs> I can only imagine. And then for this consortiumship to be put on, and then the fact that there are no cases on history that has ever been reversed, and sh- this went into effect when she was 20. Like, come on, our legal justice system. Like, make it make sense. Yeah, this is a grown woman, okay? A grown so woman. She can't make her own decisions, but she could go on. she can go on four successful world tours. She could gross over $124 million. Be a guest on guest judge on the X Factor. Like, clearly this is a woman that's been trying to like get her life back on track and show that she's not the mess that 2007 is claiming her to be. I, I, th- I think it's time, Mr. Jamie, sir, like release her. Right. And, 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 and that's another thing. Like, first of all, sir, how much longer <laughs> respectfully, how much longer are you going to be on this earth? And what, like, I, I, I just can't. And so essentially Brittany was us. And, and, and here is the thing that when I say grinds my gears, grinds my gears, it's not even like Brittany is saying, all right, I don't need the consortiumship. You know, it's not like she's saying that. What she's saying is change the mother that's on it. I don't want my dad on it. Like, like, and I, yeah. And, and for- when and when he stepped down initially because of health reasons, and they ch- changed it over to the other dude, the fact that Brittany was like, okay, fine, fine, just just make sure he doesn't get back in it. Like that, this is fine. Like let's make this permanent. I'm like, that should tell you something. Like, right. And I mean that, like, <sighs> that's just crazy. And then, child, Miss Judge Penny, get your over here too. Because on Wednesday, Judge Penny denied Britney's request to have her father, Jamie Spears, removed from his current role as the co-consortium of the estate, a position that he has held since 2008. Now, Judge Penny, at this point, we need a new judge, okay? Because, like, I'm just confused. What evaluation? uh, Okay. Like, uh, (sighs) But yeah, anyway, it's like, what more do you need, sir? Like what? what like what? Need? And, and I don't like, understand. This was this decision was made without prejudice. Bullshit. Right. I don't buy it. But on Friday morning, 
uh, you know, the the company that is the co-consortium uh, with her dad. It's like a child. I don't even know. Bessums or something. Bessers Trust Company. They actually uh, put in a request to actually be removed from the consortium because, yeah, the bad press has been like affecting their whatever else that is that they do so they don't want any parts of it um so they uh their request was granted on friday morning according to the court documents obtained by um the people magazine la supreme court uh judge brenda penny ruled that the trust could uh effectively resign immediately um and in their request they asked that it happened like MITI expeditiously. Um, so I don't know. And that's kind of like the most current up to date that I have. So I don't know if somebody else is going to be replacing them as the co or if Jamie is going to stay now as the sole um, p- proprietor of this consortium. But uh, yeah, like it, it this, this all goes to show us that like these laws and these things that are put into place, like can get outdated and that they need to be updated and that there like needs to be people that like monitor this type of stuff because you know a consortium ship is really for like you, you know it, it's almost like a, a power of attorney essentially when people are very wealthy and they get old and they like you know the 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 mailman could come to their house and be like here's your mail today Amani you like hey actually come in my house and and take this eighty seven mil-. like you know it's like it's protective services for the elderly is really what it is put into place uh but for somebody that's twenty eight. It's supposed to stay in effect for the rest of their life. And okay, maybe if Britney was incapacitated and maybe if like, you know, she was nonverbal, but mm-hmm. not if she working, not if she on the TikTok doing them dances that I'd be like, girl, just catch the beat. Not if, you know, like not if she's on a world tour. And yeah. not if like, sorry. And if you put an IUD in her, Jamie, because you don't want her to have no more. Like, I, like, like What? Like that should tell y'all immediately that this thing is is all types of effed up. Mm. Like taking her, like taking her reproductive rights away. I'm sorry, but like, don't you like? Because I have to imagine that this whole thing is about money. Firstly, first and foremost, like you wanted to be able to control her finances. So what are you doing with her children? Like what are you doing, sir? Right. This is really really weird. And it's clear you didn't like Kevin Federline. You don't like the men that she chooses. And so you clearly don't like this boyfriend. You think he going Kevin Federline the situation like, you know, but guess what? It's Britney body, her choice. It's, 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 it's giving very much like overprotective Hubbardad, like creepy patriarchy energy. Like it's just, it's wild. Mm. But I'm glad that the, that, that there are so many celebrities that are coming to her defense and creating this media firestorm and putting so much pressure on all of the people involved to to end this because it, I mean it's blatant. I mean it's, I think I think I think there's so much guilt involved with this as well because I think that there, a lot of us were you know in 2007 pointing fingers at Britney and being like oh my goodness this bitch is crazy look look at her she's losing her mind like oh my god ha 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 I think there is so much like uh, like guilty bystander syndrome that is going on here um that so many people are now coming to her defense but it it just goes to show that this has been going on for such a long time and it's just i'm just glad that britney is still with us 
to be honest, because all of the stuff that she has gone through in the public eye under so much scrutiny and, and, and ridicule, I don't know how she survived it, but she is still here and she is asking for help. So please give it to her. Okay. I thought it was so funny what um what Pete Davidson had to say about the entire thing because Pete Davidson is another celebrity that's sort of like been in a lot of uh, uh he he's turmoil yeah he's had some time he's had some issues I love me some Pete Davidson though. let me, me just put that too. out there okay when me listen too okay like, and I liked him before he was like even Pete David like before he was who me he was. too I like I followed his like career so I knew who he was before he was like before Saturday Night Live before, before, SNL, Ari- before all of that before, before all of that okay like yes. I knew who he was before that and I thought he was just so cute and I listened I listened I could put a ponytail in my head listen if you like <laughs> because listen Pete Peter, hello. Okay. <laughs> but he said, um, he said, my mom and I were watching that Britney Spears documentary, but I had to turn it off when I realized my mom was like way more, has more of a case to take over my finances than Britney's dad <laughs> ever did. <laughs> I was like, wait, she could do that uh, and she hasn't? Doesn't she love me? All Britney Spears did was shave her head. I get, I got a life-size tattoo of the Tootsie Pop owl. So I, I thought that, that was just so hilarious. And just, you know, it speaks volumes. Like, yes, like, Everybody is making mistakes out here. Like celebrities are just famous, and so they the, their mistakes are broadcast. You know what I mean? But that doesn't mean and, that she doesn't deserve to just live her life like right. anybody else. And I mean, I want to make the case that I feel like if Britney were Brian Spears, uh-huh, I, uh-huh. I don't, I don't think we would be going through this. I like I honestly feel like and and again the, the, my opinion I also feel like it's because she's a woman I also feel like Definitely. you know they're like oh her dad knows best he's the best like you know like our dad can't be abusers like our dad can't steal from us like your family sometimes is not the worst people for you yes like that I mean the way that that entire thing because the shaving your head was one thing but the way that that entire story about like her you chasing after the paparazzi with her umbrella and hitting the way that that was portrayed as if she was like some deranged creature if that right. was a man if that was a man beating away some paparazzi because they were tired of it they'd have been like yes that paparazzi deserved it oh, but okay. no it's Kanye crazy West. crazy lunatic britney with an umbrella beat up a paparazzi like and- and when you watch the documentary to know that she was denied a visit to, like her children had been taken away from her it was supposed to be a day for her visit the, Kevin would not allow the kid like Kevin would not allow her to see the kids she's driving back with her friend to the gas station stop at the gas station and a paparazzi pull up and she said that's it mhm yep like you know she snapped she's, she's like, she, uh, what do y'all want from her like I can't. So here on the Purple Pants Podcast, we scream free Britney. Yes. Okay. And in I just feel like the transitions today are amazing um, in the sense of, you know, keeping with the uh, outdated and laws uh, and rules that need to be updated. Uh, Shakari Richardson is on the menu this week. Uh, you know, I had literally just made her freak of the week last week, you know, for making the, the like, you know, the trial runs, her going to the Olympics. And then the news broke that she tested positive for marijuana and could jeopardize her Olympic uh, 
debut, essentially. And listen, black Twitter and the black community has riled around Shikari and is essentially like the hashtag let her run. And, you know, I tweeted out, let her run. And there were so many people like, she broke the raw. She shot and be running. Oh, okay. my God. I didn't know that, like, marijuana was, like, a like in- performance-enhancing drug. Okay. Oh, my okay. God. So, first of all, let's just be real. Um, yes, she broke the rule, and there should be consequences. Absolutely. Like, I'm not disputing that, Okay. Um, but what I am saying is that you ain't never run a red light in your life. You ain't never cheated on a test. You ain't like, you know what I mean? Like, like, stop it. And I'm just saying, I, so there's just so much I wanted to say, but I feel like one kudos to Shikari for not, you know, seeing the momentum that she has had, it would have been easy for someone to want to ride this momentum and play the victim. Um, However, she has taken accountability, has admitted, yes, I took edible. Um, And like, you know, I'm, I will take the consequences that come with it. However, you know, she also details that she was doing an interview and found out through the interview live on the interview that her biological mother had died and it triggered her and she was with people and they was like girl and that take, person like, needs to be fired uh, okay and that one of her friends was like here's an apple here's something and she did that to mask the feeling of what she was going through at that time and in a place I mean, where it was legal mind and, you. and and in a place that it was legal okay so i like my, my thing is is that okay and then somebody tweeted like this article of this like uh, in a couple of olympics like this one lady tested positive for steroids and she couldn't participate in the olympics yes because she was taking a performance and hands a drug and if anything Marijuana gonna make you slow. Like <laughs> marijuana gonna like it ain't nothing that that marijuana oh, gonna do. To that's gonna oh as... uh, right. That's gonna speed her up. And I just feel like you know. And now you know I'm one for a stretch. So please feel free to gather me, Amon, in this comparison that I'm going to make. Okay, but. I just feel like this is very reminiscent of our criminal justice system that has black and brown people in jail for 30 to 40 years for marijuana that's now legalized, that now companies are making multi-million dollars off of. Like, for me, it's th- this is th- this ruling, it just seems very... <sighs> like, I don't know. It's just, I don't think that that's a stretch at all. I think... I, I think you're exactly right. I think now. Look, on one hand, I understand. I understand the, the board of directors of the Olympics. Right? I get it. Like you want all athletes to be able to perform at the best of their ability without the without the effects of any sort of uh, drugs in their system, because these are athletes. These are supposed to be the top athletes in the world and so whenever they come together to compete you want all of them to be at optimum level. I understand that, but if that's the case, then you need to ban them from drinking. 
Okay. And I need to ban them from smoking cigarettes. And I need to ban them from whatever other drugs that are out there that, 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 that are legal for you to do. You, you need to ban them from all of it. Because if you want, if you want these specimens to be, be within their tip-top shape and form with, with no altering effects, then ban it all. To me, this feels very much like, oh my God. This little black girl is mm. is, is selling mm. is, is, is smoking mm. smoking drugs. Oh my god, she's horrible. Get her out of here. It's giving very much that because wasn't there a whole scandal about Michael Phelps doing the same thing a few years so, ago? Okay, so I did just want to bring this to the posse because people keep making that um, that accusation, and I just want to say um, Michael Phelps tested positive. Months after his Olympics and his medals were stripped and he, you know, went through a uh, a super <laughs> about like he went through a a a, a pro I can't talk a prom, not promotion probationary period. So, Michael, like we can't make the it's you know, you know, we love to jump. So, and mind you, you know, okay. I'm a ride for mine, but okay. I do want to say that he did not test positive during the Olympics, so it's not the same. However, you know, he tested positive months after the Olympics and his medals were stripped and like, you know, he was on a pro, a pro, probationary period. So I just want to like, you know, just put that out there because I do see a lot of people saying that and I'm like, it's not the same okay. thing, you know. Okay, and duly noted. Right. And also at the same time, it's like, like I said, I understand because look, she clearly knew the rules, right? Like right. they clearly were going to, they were clearly going to test you and marijuana is one of the things on the list that you're going to get tested for. So obviously you made the choice to smoke. Like no one, I, no right. one we're not arguing that, that point. Yeah. You were wrong. Like we're not you arguing were wrong, that point. But the fact that she admitted it and the fact that she did it in a place that was legal and the fact that it's just freaking marijuana. I'm okay. Like, Clearly, y'all are down. Y'all need to speed up with the times. And Clearly. my and my thing is, and again, just me. I feel like if it's not a performance enhancer, if it's not a muscle reducer, I feel like the rule should be like, you are you. 30 days, you're going to get another test. And if you get another test, you're out. Like, you know, like something like more formal of that. And then all of them people that keep saying like, oh, she, well, she shouldn't be allowed to run. She shouldn't. How about your job? How about your job? Take a drug screen of you. And uh, let's talk about that then. Okay. So mm-hmm. stop throwing rocks when you live in a shattered glass house now shout out to nike because people was like oh lord you know now her endorsements are going to be dropping because of of this and you know shout out to nike they seem to be on the right side of the curve nike came forward and said we appreciate shikari's honesty and her accountability and will continue to support her through this time okay you better come on Nike. Um, And so I appreciate that. Now, I do also want to just get some people together in the sense of like, yes, I I really do feel like, uh, well, first of all, okay. Well, okay. So then let's just say more than likely Shikari will be in the Olympics. Okay. She has accepted her 30 day suspension that ends July 27th, which would be in time to run in the women's relay. 
Okay, so I just want everybody to read the whole article. So I mean, I don't, I don't that I've I've read that, I've seen that posted. So I believe that her taking that thirty day suspension, she still will be able to participate in the relays, and we might be able to get her black joy, her black girl magic on in the Olympics. But let me just also, since we on this topic, um, the Olympics in Tokyo. I'm about this close from not even watching. <laughs> okay? I'm about this close. Okay? First of all, I love the Summer Olympics. I love when they all be in the stadium and all the countries be like, I mean, I get life out of that. I would like, I, I remember like years ago, my mom took me and my brothers to like the shore. And my aunt Helen came with us and child, we was like in a one bedroom motel and like, you know, a day after the beach. And we all like came in on this like little raggedy dang TV in that motel, not a hotel, <laughs> a motel. And we, like, you know, I, we were just like I just you know I just for me it's that I I, I get life out of that but the Tokyo Olympics I'm about this close from not watching y'all so in April 2021 the IOC which is the something with the Olympics the the people that make the stuff for the Olympics Google it um <laughs> and, <laughs> In 2021, the IOC issued a press release about Rule 50 of the Olympic Charter, which states no kind of demonstration or political, religious, or radical propaganda is permitted in any Olympic sites. And essentially, they are, and not essentially, they have banned any representation of Black Lives Matter. So no form of Black Lives Matter can be worn, shown anywhere in the Olympics. Okay. This also stems back in 1968. Two black athletes, Tommy Smith and John Carlos, were expelled from the Olympic Village after they raised their gloved fist in a symbol of protest while standing in uh, the podium after taking third and first place in the 200 meter. Okay. So, I mean... So, okay. So now we can't Black Lives Matter on a world stage. You know, what better time or opportunity to, you know, show unity and show whatever. So the Tokyo Olympics, they done said, and now it's the no for that. Also, in this Olympics, we have we are seeing more and more representation of our black and brown and people of color in areas and fields that we have never seen before. And even in swimming, which historically we've not seen any black representations this year, we got a squad going to the Olympics. OK. Mm-hmm. And uh, Soul Cap is uh soul cap uh are so wait do i not have it so our people of color we wear dreadlocks we wear natural hair and so soul cap uh says that they petitioned to have their caps allowed to be able to our brothers and sisters that have locks that wear their natural hair uh that they can wear their the, the sole cap uh during the olympics because the regular uh olympic hats don't fit our heads they don't per, they're not protective of our hairstyle like we can't we need something a little different um and 
Seoul, the uh, Seoul Cap says the international governing body for swimming rejected their application for their caps to be for certified right, uh... for use of competition. They say Finya, I don't know who Finya is, but they say Finya told them the caps are unsuitable because they don't follow the natural form of the head. Soul cap makes swimming caps to fit over protected dreadlocks, afros, weave, hair extensions, and thick curly hair. Oh, girl, bye. Okay. Miss Tokyo Olympics. And shout out to my girl, Sabrina Thompson Mitchell. Okay. She didn't start a petition on change.org. So head over to her page, click the link, like it. But I'm just saying, like, I mean, I, I, for what? They're just, just asking saying. for a swim cap. That's all they're asking for. Child, they said it, 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 does, it does not follow the natural form of the head. Okay, that that's what the Olympics said, okay? The natural form of the head. If that ain't some three race theory racist ass shit if I ever heard like I'm so over it. Like, mm. are you kidding me? Mm. Mm. People have hair, folks. People mm. have big ass hair that needs more room. Mm. I'm just listen, I'm just here. I'm here reporting the news, okay? So I'm just saying. I can't. I can't. That is so like it's like that's like that reasoning. Like that's how you know they ain't got nothing else to do. I'm sorry, but like uh, your head, no, like it it, it doesn't fit. So no, we're gonna deny your request. So I mean that's what we're up against in 2021. And uh, you know, although. yeah, I just think that, you know, again, I can understand where the rules came into place. Like, you know, oh, we're going to have the standard this, standard that, you know, standard being hmm, you fill in the blank. Um, but, you know, we come in different shapes, sizes and colors. And I thought the Olympics was supposed to represent the world, represent each country, the people that are in. And listen, if this is how these young ladies and men choose to wear their hair. It's very much giving me you're at work and your supervisor uh, pulls you to the office and says, like, hey, you got to cut your braids out. They're not professional. That's exactly. That's exactly what it's giving. So, you know, and it's just like, well, I'm sorry. Please define what professional uh, is, you know, because that's, you know, when we talk about coding and we and we talk about uh, bias and we talk about, you know, you, you know, these are the type of things that we go through. Like, you know, I, and that was told to me before because, I you know, I was when I was rocking braids. Oh, it's not professional. Tell me where it's not. Please tell me. Because exactly. I, and how do they think that these swim caps are going? To, like, it's, it's the same thing. With how is this going to help us? How, how is this going to help, help us? If anything, it's adding more freaking volume to the headspace which is going to get more drag which is going to make them slower and we so I mean listen that, that I'm just reporting news and so yeah that's it's a lot people are wild but man they're wild keeping the casual tea moving Lil Nas X now yes yes 
he was at the BET Awards, and uh, mind you, I forgot how much I love the BET Awards. The BET Awards are like a they showed out this year. They really did. The BET Awards they, they're hit or miss. Uh, but every I remember, like in 2000, when the beat the first BET Awards and Destiny's Child opened up, sing a bootylicious every June, end of June, when I was like living with my mom, like me, my mom, and my brothers, like we would watch the BET Awards. When I moved out, living on my own, I would invite my cousins over. Like it was just like the BET Awards were a uh, just it's an event and so over the years they've been a little lackluster and sometimes I only like tune in for certain things but this year I literally watched the whole award show and I you know to my credit I thought that they were great Little Nas X uh, not X but uh, <laughs> Little Nas X came out showed out performed uh, he performed his song Call Me By My Name that's the name of it right Call Me By Your Name oh Call Me By Your Name now you you might are going to disagree with me a little bit, Mon, but just a casualty, we could do that. Oh, okay. Um, okay. All right. So, Little Nas X did an amazing performance, paid tribute to Michael Jackson, um, and in his performance, he kissed one of the dancers. And, of course, outrage ensued. People are like, why? You're pushing an agenda. All of this, all of that, all of this, all of that. My only thing is, where was that outrage for Madonna, Britney Spears, and Christina Aguilera? Okay? Uh, Like, you know, it's just a double standard. Now, I don't see anything wrong with what he did. It's to the song. It's 2021. Guess what? Men kiss. Now, this is where y'all, some may agree with me, some may not agree with me. I do feel like, though... The kiss didn't bother me. I don't care. I just felt like the kiss seemed forced. Like, I just felt like, I don't know. Like, I just felt like you just up there kissing a random backup dancer. Like, I don't know. It just seemed forced to me. Like, I was just like, I get what you're trying to do. You want to normalize this. But I just, I felt like... I don't know. Like, if it was, like, your boyfriend or, like, somebody, like, just a random dancer. Like, for me, it was just, like, boo. Okay, like, so I, I. So that that's just my take. But no, I, I'm, but I'm not scream. I'm not, like, oh, my God. Like, you know, do what you want, whatever. But, like, for me, it's, like, make it make more sense. I totally understand that. It does, it, it, it wasn't tied into the rest of the performance that well because i think i feel like if there were like some sort of flirtation going like if they told the story more right really presented it as some sort of romance that was happening between the two of them throughout the entire performance right right. a lot more cohesive so i understand that that being said i mean the song itself is very much queer very much right i mean he literally tweeted like this song is literally about gay sex so and y'all and y'all surprised that i am like you know sexual in my performance yes yes so i i totally understand that thematically it didn't really make much sense also i mean i loved the um the tribute to michael jackson yes that still thematically didn't make much sense because i feel like i mean i understand like i mean so with the costumes and everything definitely that was there i got that image of the remember the time video i got it but still like the the choice to mash michael jackson up into that song really didn't make much sense to me even though i still lived for it so yeah. i totally understand that this this performance is sort of in a way all over the place so i totally get that critique that being said i don't give a damn because the reason why he did it 
that's all I'm here for. And so, like, I'm, I'm, I, look, Lil Nas X is definitely, he's young, he's messy, and he uh, likes to provoke. He's very much a troll. He's very much like that. Like, I mean, just go down his Twitter and you'll see all of that. But if there's one person that's going to usher in this 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 gay agenda, because that's what I'm really going to call it, the gay agenda, I'm fine with it being him because he's one that can take the punches and do whatever the hell he wants right. to do and take and 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 be and be ostentatious. I I like it. I like I, it. I, I'm, I'm here for it. <laughs> I um I again my critique is just like. I wish, like you said, like I wish the guy was a, a love interest in the performance, not like it just looked like you just saw somebody was like, Mwah. like you know, like make it make sense. <laughs> um, but no, I'm here for it. like live your best life. And I also thought it was funny because you know a lot of the times uh, we talk here that you know, and I even talked if you listen to my last podcast, Love Yourself with DJ Brian Henry, um, I had shared this that. The black community oftentimes is like you know the most hardest on you know our black lgbtq plus and even during this performance there were a lot of people uh on twitter that i saw like asking little nas x to educate the youth on hiv because he kissed another man on stage and i'm like okay see like and i and and i'm like that to me is like very homophobic um and very much because like anybody else had kissed on stage you wouldn't okay but thing. my thing is to, to the black community that like feels like little Nas should now educate uh people on hiv because you know he kissed a man we gonna ask nick cannon to uh lecture us on the usage Honest. of a condom Ooh, I, I talk about it because the like question. I'm just I, I, I'm I'm just you know curious about that and you not to say that little Nas X should not use his platform to you know have HIV they didn't even have it, sex like what I are know, y'all talking but, about but I'm just saying like for the fact that y'all are like eh, the, eh, and I know I that, love what that, he said in his tweet he was like next time I'm gonna just fuck the nigga on stage oh like, okay. yeah. <laughs> that's the one thing I like you said the one thing I love about Little Nas X is he will clap back he has time he has the time he has all first of all and I'd be like how do you even see these tweets he be searching unabashedly so like he will search for the tweet like in that in, you know in that that okay so that is one I guess that is one critique that I can have for him like it seems that it seems like he very much looks for the for the negative tweets. He looks but some, for the bad responses. But, but and I, mm. on one hand, I'm like I, I on one hand because I, I I'm of two minds about it. I really am. I'm kind of like lopsided when it comes to him. Like I get it. Like I totally understand. You're trying to call out the people that are being homophobic or whatever, and really try and change the world. I totally understand that mission. But at the same time, it does sort of push the the narrative of like. You know, you're not spending enough time with the with the positive. You know what I mean? Like you need to, right? Because you need to, you you really need to spend right. more time with the people that are giving you shine. But, but I never been opposed to cussing a bitch out. Okay, like you know. So <laughs> right, and I just so, feel I'm like conflicted with it. Yeah, you know, like so. No, I, I definitely agree that. But I love it because, like you know, child. If it were me clapping back, I'd have done had. 12 things spelt wrong and like you know so like and I just appreciate his class back, 
clap back and I sometimes feel like you know people are always like acceptance and like you know don't like no sometimes you need to clap back and sometimes you need to let people know but um, I'm here for Little Nas X I'm here for what he stands for I love the younger generation um, I love them living in their truth and so like you know that's that on Little Nas X and then we are the last thing brewing on the casual tea is shout out and hit Big Brother 23 then dropped a month. Yes, it did. So, as we all know, we've been waiting on this with bated breath. The um, new casting initiative is requesting for 50% uh, people of color to be a Boom. Yes. Boom. You welcome. Boom. And they definitely did just that. I saw, I saw a lot of people critiquing it, saying, I can't believe they literally just did. 50% and that's it as if it was like a here damn take it take your little right. scraps I understand that but I'm still I'm choosing to live in the light this time because Listen. look by, the vir- by virtue of there being four of us in that house and some people are saying five because apparently uh, Hannah the, the Indian woman is apparently mixed I don't have confirmation on that so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna you know put that on her but the fact that there are four people for sure black people in that house to me it's it's never happened before this is groundbreaking this is history making it's been such a long time coming i just it just makes my heart sing and there are four different types of black people too you know what i mean it's not just like the stereotypical black people that they that they try to like push down our throats i just love that and the fact that there is a the, the an asian man on the show you know like in like, uh, and i was speaking with a friend of mine that was like this is the first time this has happened since like season five and i'm like what are you talking about james is on the show and he's asian but he was like, no, but like someone, an Asian person that is like steeped within that culture and is not, you know, someone who has Asian born parents. And I'm like, well, there was Bella from last year or from 20, or BB21. He's like, what? No, like an Asian male, though. That hasn't happened in such a long time. And I was like, you know what? You're right. So there are so many, like so many different types of personalities and stories and backgrounds on this cast. I'm so excited. I really think that this is going to be a really good season. I know that I say this every year and then it ends up being trash. But something in my spirit is telling me that we are going to we are going to be in for the hell of a ride this year. And like I mean how in terms of representation, I can't be like what more could I ask for? There's literally a black gay male from Philadelphia on the cast. Like one that I am pretty sure that I have seen in these streets quite literally in these streets before because I frequent the neighborhood quite often, you know, back before COVID and I am 95% sure that I have run into Derek at one point. I'm, I'm sure of it. I'm sure of it. So my heart is just singing. I am so, I am so happy. And I just think that this is going to be such a good, like, I'm so glad that it's going to be a live move in and that the feeds are going to turn immediately on after the episode. Cause I just can't wait to see these people interact with. I, I'm just Bryce. I'm so excited. If there has ever been a time where I felt like I could actually make it on this show, this is the cast that is doing it. And I have seen other people say so, so much on Twitter. Be like, yeah, like now I actually feel like I have a shot because this person's on the cast. That mm. is the power of representation. Mm. That is the power of it right there. And I am just, I think, Oh my God, I'm so invested. I just want to draft them all. I just want them I just, I'm just, I'm, I just, I can't wait. I can't wait. And I'm done. Uh, <laughs> R.I.P. to Aman's showers because <laughs> we know baby boy won't be in none of them when the live feeds are up. Um, yes, I seen the cast. I loved the representation. I loved the different, just, I just loved seeing that. And I, I loved like, you know, feeling like, wow, like, uh, 
it's anybody's game. You know, but yes. like, but really meaning that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you know, sometimes it's like you see a cast and you're like, Chow. but, you know, feeling like it is anyone's game. Um, it's excited me. Um, and I love to see, like, you know, some of the tweets saying, like, you know, like you just said, like, this is my season. This is that thing. And again, when I kept screaming last year, kept saying, you know, representation matters. Like, why I say I'm a gay black man. All of these things. And, you know, when I and several of my co Hortz from Fiverr had this meeting with CBS to talk about representation. Like, this yes. is why. Okay? This is why. Um, so, listen, I might be third boot from Kagyang how long ago, but listen, guess what? Your voice matters. Speak up for what you want to see is right, and I am excited to see this. I, um, I like, you know, I, I try. Every year, and, I try. You know try. what? And, you know, shout out to y'all. Like, let me just give y'all y'all flowers real quick, because the Survivor Diversity campaign has been vocal as hell and not letting up they have been continuously shining a light shining a light on 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 black people in the survivor and big brother and amazing race and whatever space but also just like people of color in general and yes it is a it is a huge reason as to why we are seeing so many changes so thanks to, to bryce and to everyone else that has been continuously putting in the work having the hard conversations because you know being on twitter is one thing you know what i mean like we all we all like to like, i feel like we like to, to to tweet our righteous indignation a lot of the time but that only that really only goes so far you really have to focus on constructive conversation and that's exactly what y'all have been doing and so i I mean i'm just i just hope i just hope that when they see because it's not even just it's not even just the fact that they cast 50 percent people of color right it's the variety of personality that they have cast for like Mm. we have not seen so many of these types of characters before. And it's, it, it, a lot, I kept seeing a lot of people tweet, these look like real people. Mm. I kept seeing that. Because it, it, because it is. Like, I, I see... I don't see, like, the typical Instagram model or the typical, you know, uh, you know stereotypical jock or, 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 you know, like, the stereotypical nerd. Like, they really cast outside of that and so it is my hope that this season absolutely smashes it and then it just further incentivizes casting real mm-hmm. people with real personalities with real stories so I'm, I'm so excited so shout out to y'all again yes I'm excited to watch I can't wait now like I said before I try to keep up you know I'm good for like the first three episodes but you know sometimes it gets too much for me but I can't wait and you know you can count on the casual tea update from Amon when we do the casual tea with Big Brother so yes Whew, this was a this was a this was a lot to get through with this uh, casual tea but uh, thank you so much Amon for always coming back and pouring it up with us now what you got cooking now I know you got a lot to do uh, so much going on now. I mean, Big Brother's about to start, so you you can probably you'll definitely be able to catch me um, on RHAP covering the season. Also, always on Twitter tweeting my thoughts. Um, so Adam on Admin, and also on Twitch, where I, will, I am reading Harry Potter. I'm going to have a bunch of guests over to read the books with me. I'm thinking about doing a little bit of Harry Potter radio theater um, for the fourth book. So check me out on Twitch. It's going to be it's going to be a good summer. I'm excited. Yes, and we will see you guys in two weeks. It, 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 it's the Casual Tea with Amon and B. The Casual Tea. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. I said it's a I said it's a I said it's a purple pants premonition. Keeping the menu rolling, we are back this month with our purple pants premonitions delivering us our forecast. And I am always so honored and humbled to have Gangsta Gurry here. And I feel like it's always important to like do a reset button mm-hmm. and really kind of sort of explain what Purple Pants Premonition is. I, you know, sometimes get emails from people that say, oh, it's hard to follow. Sometimes I'm not sure really where I fit in, but don't worry. We got you. We we read the emails. We got your concerns. We're going to break it on down for you. So welcome back to the podcast. It is the gangster to the Gurry. Hi! Oh my gosh, it's so good to be back. Um, thank you for having me back, Bryce. Thank you so much to all the Purple Pants podcast listeners and all the Purple Pants Premonitions listeners out there. And listen, I feel like I should reintroduce myself. If you guys know me, you know I follow the astrology stuff. I follow the moon. Love doing tarot readings and stuff like that. But we just went through our summer solstice around June 20th, which was Father's Day. So I figured, let me reintroduce myself. My name is Gangsta Gurry. I uh, identify as an educator as well as a spiritual consultant but you can just call me a healer and what am i here to do i'm here to provide you the listener an opportunity to see kind of like what's been going on spiritually uh, around you in this moment as you are listening to this episode listen we all out here trying to figure out what we're doing in this game called life and it'd be crazy okay so i'm just here to give us a little bit of like a guidepost as to what's been going on in our most recent past how are we feeling emotionally how are we feeling spiritually in this moment as we are growing as a collective as a community as the listeners of the purple pants premonitions purple pants podcast and then how can we smash our future right how can we win how can we be goal oriented and so focused and grounded in ourselves and our reality that whatever situations come our way we can come across with a w okay because we winning out here in this summer season this summer 2021 this uh hot girl summer we in the middle of so For all of you listeners out there, this is just a little bit of guidance for us throughout the month of July, what this is going to focus on. I'll be using tarot in order to help explain the journey. What parts of the journey are we in most recent past, in the present, in the month of July? And then where are we going moving forward? So this will be represented in three different cards. Um, I'll start with the first one as soon as we see what the spirit is leading me to drop in this month of July. So let's go ahead and see what do we have representative of our past okay 
fabulous. Um, so I'll go ahead and begin because they like, listen, get the ball rolling. So in our mm-hmm. most recent past, um, we have the Six of Wands coming up. So whenever I see the Six of Wands on this card in this tarot deck, um, it represents to me a moment of us just having to remind ourselves that giving and receiving is very important, but also giving people their flowers, okay? Where have you been giving your flowers over the last couple of weeks? Has there been somebody that's recognized you for who you are? Or have you been able to give a little bit of love to somebody else around you? You feel what I'm saying? Like, how have you recognized somebody in the month of June for what they've been bringing to the table? Or maybe they've actually giving you your just desserts in the month of June or maybe it's in the first week of July who knows child but this is all a moment for us to think about the actions that we need to take to let people know listen I care about you I love you I respect you and then also receive it when it's coming from an external source you know sometimes in life we get so caught up in trying to win and trying to like do things and accomplish things that we forget about the people that have gotten us to this point you know what I'm saying the key text it says is good to be recognized for our achievements. It is also good to be aware of how we got to where we are now. So friends and family that are listening out there, what are some of the things that you have overcome recently? And how can you think about the dreams, the manifestations, the goals that you have been working so hard to get to over the last year, especially in this in the midst of COVID? Like, we're still here. We're still breathing. You know what I mean? We still have opportunity that's in front of us. And this is a moment for us to rethink, refocus, replan, and also think about who has been here supporting us along the way. The text says this is a sign you are doing Doing something right or soon will be recognized for your efforts. Hooray for you. Who should you be thanking for helping you? Or if this is referring to somebody else that you may know in the uh, in your life, in your life experience, this could be somebody else that's around you. It says maybe you should be patting yourself on the back for aiding in another person's achievement. Either way, this is a wonderful indicator of what's to come. So hurrah for that. So listen, who did you put on recently? Who did you give a little bit of shine? And it was because of, it came from the goodness of your heart. You weren't doing this out of ego. You weren't doing this to make yourself feel better. It was because you recognized somebody else had a gift and you had an opportunity to provide something for them. Have you recognized that you were probably the little link up, the bridge to get somebody the blessings that they needed? And have you given yourself a little bit of gratitude for you seeing somebody else for who they are okay yes as we are moving into the month of july the month of july our present moment is represented in the two of cups in reverse so if you're a tarot reader out there um the uh sign of cup not the sign of cups the suit of cups listen i'm over here thinking signs because my astrology (laughs) background and stuff no the suit of cups is all related to Um, The water signs, the theme of water, the element of water. So this is all tapped into our emotions. So in the month of July, you know, as we are coming out of Mercury retrograde, Mercury retrograde station direct on June 22nd, all the way up until July 7th. So whenever you're listening to this, this is the post shadow period. This is when things start to come to fruition. Things start to make sense. You're starting to recognize like, where have I had rose colored glasses on all this time with like this relationship, this partnership? Maybe it's a job. Maybe it's like you hate your apartment and you're ready to move. Maybe you're just looking for a new adventure. And this two of cups is coming up in reverse to tell us, listen, it's time to break some shit up. It's time to shake some shit up. 
breakup. It's time for a change. There may be some clashing in your relationships right now. There may be some clashing with both sides of yourself, like what you used to want at one point of your life and what it is that you actually want now. And maybe you've had to have some time in this month of July to give yourself a little bit of space to figure out what it is that you truly desire and whether people are recognizing what it is that you're bringing to the table. Do you even recognize what you're bringing to the table and how do you set the price, okay? How do you set the tone for what it is that you want people to be giving to you? You know what I'm saying? Like you can't expect roses, flowers, um, you know, affirmations, crystals, you know, people taking you out on trips if you're not doing that for yourself. So how do you set the price and set the tone for how you want others to treat you? And also keeping in mind that, you know, you want new things. You've moved on into a new beginning. You've moved on into a new reality. So how do you break up with what does not fit or what does not uh, sit right with you in this month? The Two of Cups key statement, it says it takes two to tango, among other things, attraction, compatibility, and partnership. A cup shared can be the start of many good things. So are you sharing your emotions, your cup? Your cup runneth over, but does it run over with the right people, baby? It says this is all about connection. This could mean love, whether new and exciting or forged by the fire of years spent together. It might mean partnership of some other kind, but either way, the connection is deep and is important, positive, healthy, and not to be taken lightly. These two people make magic, creating something bigger than either of them alone. And this is a question like, is this relationship worth hanging on to? Has this relationship given you the balm that you need, the deep connection that you're looking for? Has it been positive? Has it been healthy? If it's a yes, then you know that this is what you deserve. But if it's a no, and I'm getting kind of like a sign that it's a no... You need to move on. You feel what I'm saying? This is all about you building relationships that are based on trust and respect. Do the people in your life trust you? Do you trust the people in your life? Do they respect you? What does R-E-S-P-E-C-T look like for you in this month of July? And how do you let these other folks that are around you know, listen, you better R-E-S-P-E-C-T me, okay? (laughs) Bryce, how does that sound moving through the month of July? It really resonates with me. Um, it's funny because it's like a combina- combination of different things. Like, you know, in the part where you were saying um, give people their flowers. Um, and it, sometimes it's not even you receiving flowers. It's have you recognized that you've given people flowers. Mm-hmm. And I really feel like in these last couple of weeks, I've struggled because I um, I always give people their flowers. And I feel like it's important. And I feel like there are several people in my life that I have, like, given flowers to to help bloom them. Mm -hmm. And they have bloomed into this amazing person. And then also what is resonating with me is that when you say, uh, you you know, reevaluate the people in your life. And sometimes, like, you know, if it's not feeling like it's the same, if it's feeling, let it go. And I am, you know putting that together that guess what you could have given someone their flowers you know no ego into it and Mm -hmm. realizing that guess what like people come into your life for a a reason Mm -hmm. a season Mm -hmm. and you know maybe it is let that person go like you know it's no shade it's no anything but like you know allow that energy to release itself and allow that relationship to go on its way and Mm -hmm. really like be okay with that sometimes I struggle with um 
I always feel like if anyone comes into my life, like, you stuck with me forever. Uh-huh. And I am realizing that, you know, as I evolve, as I grow, like, you know, my, my energy changes and, you know, we aren't as aligned as we once were mm-hmm. and it doesn't necessarily mean that it is you know something negative happens something like you know I like I've shifted I've grown and mm-hmm. so this really all is resonating for me and uh, a combination of ways yes I was gonna say it's really hitting for me as well because I'm in a space of a lot of change and it's very uncomfortable um, I've been living in New York for uh, almost seven years now and when I moved here I moved here with the intention of being closer to my friend group from college and we have one that's getting ready to like leave the city for good um so it's kind of just like our friend group is like breaking up and we're going to like different places and it's really hard to just be like wow like this is our last week spending together like in the city knowing that like you're definitely leaving i have intentions of moving myself i've been talking about this a lot so it's like we're all breaking up and it's shifting the the relationship and how i'm starting to realize like you know you like doing this in your free time i like doing this in my free time maybe those realities don't align but that's still okay because we don't love each other any less and us being separated from each other doesn't mean we're not going to be in each other's lives it just means that we are occupying different spaces and different realities and that's just part of growing up like life is hard you know what i'm saying and life is hard especially when you get accustomed to having certain energy around you you know what i'm saying it's energy that is giving you your flowers energy where you've given them their flowers and now it's like okay like we have to take our rose bed and you know build it and pot it somewhere else in order for us to get a new vibration some new sun some new people walking by and really getting into our beauty and that's just part of what life's journey is and while it's it's not easy i'm definitely telling you it's a hard thing but it's just part of us knowing that like we're headed in the right direction and our last card coming up here actually kind of like talks to that positive direction that we are going through you want to know what it is what uh what is it okay so we got the ace of cups now the ace of cups is always like new emotional beginnings it's like your cup is overflowing with new creativity new opportunity so as you are recognizing that you are making space because you're releasing some of those things some of those people that don't necessarily help you to grow you make more space for new blessings to come in i actually just pulled this card for myself yesterday which is kind of creepy um and it's coming out again today so it's very much a season of new opportunities new emotional stability and the woman that's on the card is kind of like she's looking at this cup that's overflowing and she's happy she's peaceful you know what i'm saying so if something in your life or a relationship has not been causing you peace it's time for you to disconnect and detach from that relationship not saying you got to break up with them not saying you got to leave them by the wayside not saying you don't have to be friends with them anymore but your emotional attachment to that situation has to shift once you do that and once you release the power that that, itch, that iteration, that situation has had over you, then you'll start to see things anew. It says you are clearly blessed. Joy and fulfillment are yours for the taking, but don't wait too long for such moments can be fleeting. So this is love, peace healing and sometimes you just have to go into it knowing that you're being offered that love being offered that peace being offered that healing and it's just a moment for you to receive it this is a representing a gift 
from the universe. What gifts are you going to receive in the month of July? How can you receive from others giving to you? So it's like if you make space and let go of some shit, let go of something that is not serving you, it allows the universe to give you its, you know, give you your flowers, give you its flowers. Listen, it may drop a crystal off. It may drop a seashell off. Like, child, it could drop anything off. It could drop off any sort of blessing that brings grounding for you and grounding for your emotions. Um, And this is also going to involve your spirit growing and feeling open to grace, feeling open to possibility and feeling open to faith. So this is just a reminder, consider yourself blessed. There's going to be a lot of new opportunities coming your way in the month of July, but it's only coming because you've made space for them. How do you allow this to come through? How do you allow this to push through? And how do you allow for your actions to have your emotions feel grounded in the month of July as you are making space. So that's our theme for the month of July, friends. Making space for new blessings to come in because we deserve them. Okay? Yes. Fabulous. So, I want to give one quick piece of advice for us because I like I don't like to leave y'all without advice at the end. So I'll be using the Amenti Oracle deck just as a little affirmation for us throughout the month of July to keep us grounded. Okay? So let's see what message do we have from the Amenti Oracle. Okay, so our message is I am kind. So remind yourself, like you are not ever doing anything out of malice. You're doing everything with good intention. You're doing everything in love. And, you know, sometimes you have to remind yourself that, you know, you may be a little fiery with the mouth. You know what I'm saying? Maybe like to pop off a little bit because I know I do. I'm a Scorpio. Mm. I'd be a little mouthy and shit like that. But remember that as long as you are tapped into I'm doing this because I love myself. I'm doing this because I love you. And I'm being mindful that I have to shift into being kind to me. And you know what I'm saying? That means I'm going to be kind to you in return. So as long as you keep this moment of I'm being faithful, I'm being compassionate, I'm being loving, I'm being kind. It allows you to speak from a place of peace and a place of growth instead of a pay, you know what I'm saying, with all that fiery energy that we like to come with sometimes when we're feeling triggered, okay? Because listen, I be doing it and I know that y'all probably be doing it too out there. So it's a moment for us to just be mindful, be kind, and know that we are all in a space of growth. Okay. Yes, and any moms out there with your kids home from school, I'm sure this could probably resonate with you. Mm -hmm. They might be getting on your nerves and you yelling, but I think that it's important to remember that, you know, despite it all, you're still kind. You're still uh, a loving and caring person. And and anybody in a relationship, I feel like this could uh, apply to as well. You know, Mm -hmm. sometimes when your partner gets on your nerves or you wake up in the morning and a breath might stink, you you pop off a little bit. But I think that, again, just important to remember that we all are kind and I need to tell that to myself as well because spicy Bricey <laughs> uh, out here and um, I you know oftentimes forget that like my energy is very nurturing very loving and very caring and that is like at the core of who I am yes you're a Pisces and I was about to say this is also the middle of cancer season so you know cancer is a water sign as well which is probably why we had a lot of those water cards come up so it's really important for us to remember that our emotions are definitely being heightened right now because the sign of cancer is you know sometimes it can be crabby sometimes it goes into a shell but it has a lot of things that it is sensing out and it wants to share with others so tap into that sense of you know compassion tap into that sense of love you know what i'm saying it's going to be a little bit easier in this season okay yes i uh, appreciate the purple pants premonitions this month i hope that anyone that listens that you know normally may feel a little lost or like not sure what's going on i hope the explanation and the slowing down of 
of Gangsta Gurry really kind of sort of helped you understand because I really do feel like there is a message in every uh, premonition that he delivers. Um, I always get something out of it and I always tell him when we record, sometimes I don't receive it. But when I listen back to the podcast, I don't know if I'm like driving or if I'm running, if there's something in it that hits me and I'm just like, how could the message that we recorded and I'm listening to it a week later, it hit like, you know, so mm-hmm. it's really something uh, there. So I appreciate always the feedback and I appreciate Gangsta Gurry for taking the time each month to lend his spirit, energy, and talent. Before we get one out of here, Gangsta Gurry, let the people know where they can reach you, where they can find you. And if they have any questions, uh, you know, feel free to reach out to him. He's happy to explain and break down any of the experience mm-hmm. that the Purple Pants Premonition gives. Absolutely. And Bryce, I just have to say thank you again for the opportunity to provide the Purple Pants Premonitions to all of your listeners. And also, you are somebody that has watered me bloomed me giving me beautiful opportunities to meet new people and work with you and also just become your friend um and i truly appreciate that and i wanted to tell you thank you for all of the blessings that we have you know been able to come together with in the last what like two years which is kind of crazy it's been like two years but child it's been a long time but you can find me gangster gurry at gangster with an a because we don't do that er buster ish over here g-u-r-r-y i'm on twitter i'm on instagram you can find me on patreon as well where i like to share some of these messages with some of my patrons. Um, you can also find my website, gangstergurry.me because it's me. Um, and if you ever have any questions, email is gangstergurry at gmail.com if you want to drop a little love, if you want to drop a little like, hey, would you be able to explain this a little more? If you would like to talk about potentially getting something for yourself in the future, listen, I'm here to help. I'm glad that I am here uh, to be present for you all and I'm helpful in whatever way that I can be. So, kisses to you. Yes, and we will be back for our July forecast in a couple of weeks. Oh, child, we're gonna be in August by then. July oh, already done. Oh okay. my god, this is July. Oh my god, see, I... <laughs> listen, it's giving very that Mercury retrograde still hitting, so it's okay. Listen, we still getting out that pre shadow or that listen. Period. It's oh okay. If we if it's gonna be August in the summer already over. Huh? Okay, listen, it's gonna be about that time, so we're gonna have to shut down the summer the right way. Uh, okay. Listen, cause you already know it's a vaccinated boy summer, all okay, right. Okay, okay. <laughs> all right, we will talk to you in in August. Hallelujah, holla back. Who's the freak? Who's the freak? Who's the freak of the week? Who's that? Oh, who's that? Who's that freaky, freaky freak? Who's the freak of the week? Might be me, might be you, might be. And we are on to this week's Freak of the Week. And I am excited for this week's Freak of the Week because it is none other than, listen, I ain't even going to wait to tell y'all. It's the Queen Bee herself, Little Kim, Kimberly Denise Jones. Anyone that listens to the podcast, anyone that knows me, knows I stand for Little Kim, okay? 
Listen, you could ask Robert. I don't play. I love me uh, some little Kim. And this past weekend, she was in Mississippi for a music concert. And listen, the queen just looked it flawless. And I just, you know, had to post her to my story because I stand little Kim. However, as a loyal and dedicated member of the original Beehive, okay, because that's what Lil' Kim called her fans, or that's what her fans self-proclaimed themselves in the 90s before Beyonce done took the Beehive. But Beyonce is Queen B, so she could do it as she pleases. But anyway, I am a loyal member of, you know, the Lil' Kim Mafia. And so, you know, I can critique Lil' Kim at times. And so Lil' Kim looked it absolutely flawless, Okay, in Mississippi over the weekend. Now, it was somewhat troublesome to me because she had in the previous week performed at the BET Awards and, you know, showed up for the red carpet and stayed for the whole show. And as a Little Kim fan, I'm just like, girl, this outfit, like I'm not loving it. Okay, but I constantly tell my friend Sarah um, because anytime she sees something, Lil' Kim, she always send it to me. And I really do feel like uh, Lil' Kim has made headlines uh, over the years for her looks. They are, you know, at times drastically different. And, you know, I hate when people like talk about her looks because it bothers me because like I feel like you're talking about me. Uh, But. It doesn't matter because I feel like Little Kim could look absolutely flawless and there'll be like one bad shot of her. And that's the shot that all the blogs will run with. And so I've really come to the conclusion that Little Kim team is aware of that. And so for big nights like the BET Awards, I really do feel like they choose to maybe like not have her be on her A game because she'll get more clicks if you know so called she's looking a mess but I just don't understand like how your outfit you know little red Robin Hood for your Queen Latifah tribute but yet you in Mississippi looking like a bag of money but anyway that's just my one little you know my gripe with little Kim but uh, listen I'm the only one that can talk about little Kim don't come in my comments don't come you know commenting on the post about little Kim because you will get blocked and I mean that but I wanted to make her the free of the week because I absolutely thought she looked amazing. But at the BET Awards, when Dean J. Envy, who is on The Breakfast Club, he was doing some of the red carpet interviews. He had a chance to interview Little Kim, and I thought the interview was great. And everyone knows about the verses that is going on. Um, you know, Monica and Brandy. Uh, there just was, you know, Patti LaBelle and Anita Baker. Like, you know, all of the huge, you, you, um, who was the other ones? Um, SWV an escape shout out to Taj um yeah so you know everyone's always like who's next who's next who's next and there people been saying Little Kim and Foxy Brown now Little Kim and Foxy Brown if you don't know the history of Little Kim they used to be cool they fell out Little Kim actually served federal time in prison due to Foxy Brown um so you know I don't know if that's gonna happen but I'm not a huge Foxy Brown uh, person but I don't feel like Foxy's Br- Foxy Brown's catalog can compete with Little Kim and honestly I've been saying this over the years to my one friend Richard now my friend Richard we went to high school together um, and we still keep in contact to this day but strictly the only thing that we ever talk about is Little Kim we have hour long phone conversations we have 
have like countless paragraph worth of essays about little Kim. And I've always said to Richard, like when they started the verses, how amazing it would be to see little Kim and Nicki Minaj. Anyone that knows anything about little Kim and Nicki Minaj around the 2010, 2009, 2008 era, uh, you know, Nikki was on the come up and you know she and Kim were allegedly cool then they had a falling out and then they just had this huge beef ever since and you know I it's kind of sort of affected my relationship with Nicki Minaj in the sense that I'm loyal to the queen so like I don't ever really like show Nikki no love love but I do understand the things that Nikki has accomplished and Nikki is rightfully so the current queen of rap and little Kim was the the queen of rap before Nikki and I know that they've had their differences, like they hate each other. Uh, but Nikki is a mother now, so it's Kim. And I always said that, like, what a huge opportunity uh, for the world for the female rap game if Nikki and Little Kim ever came together. And I have been telling my friend Richard, like, I really think, like, the verses could be it. And my friend Richard was like, no, never. But on the BET Award red carpet, DJ Envy was like, everyone keeps asking who's going to be Little Kim's verses. And Little Kim, let me also give you some knowledge, is that, like, Little Kim has, hasn't spoken Nikki's name in an interview in years. Okay? you Listen, you, you, listen, they who what war okay listen little Kim then dropped diss tracks and Nikki has multiple diss tracks on Kim um so you know Kim always refers to Nikki as that girl or her over there and so when DJ Envy asked her she said Nikki and ooh did that send sound waves through the Kim's chemosphere through the hip-hop industry and uh Everyone's like, oh, they're not the same. They're not the same era. It don't matter. Like, she is the queen of rap and Nikki is the current queen of rap. I think that it would be amazing. Who knows? May not happen. But the reason why I am putting Little Kim as Speaker of the Week is because the fact that she actually was woman enough to say that. And I didn't really feel like it was from a malice place because, little, listen, there's a spicy Brycey and there is definitely a spicy Little Kim. And I really felt from watching that interview and hearing it and seeing it, like I really felt like she was like, it's something for the movement. And if Jeezy and Gucci man can put their differences aside and do a versus, I really think little Kim and Nicki Minaj could do it. First of all, it would be the biggest versus ever. And it would just make me so happy because it just would really be like, you know, little Kim is officially passing the baton. And we know uh, from the earlier Nicki interviews is that she was a fan of little Kim. And I know that it has devastated her that instead of like being friends with the queen, she had to become her enemy. But also in little Kim's defense, anyone that ever has come into rap that has wanted to be like as big as Kim, they've always had to take shots at her. It was almost like you had to go through Kim to get to the top. And so it like I can understand the trauma of little Kim and like, you know, always being on the defensive. But I really think that this verses could be something amazing. And I just want to put it in the atmosphere. And listen, that's why it's freaking week for me. Sorry. Listen, we on episode 99 and I just want to be sharing more of my truth and more of who I am. And listen, I stand for little Kim and if little Kim is the freak of the week that means we are coming to an end of another amazing episode I thank you so much Purple Pants Posse for hanging in and listening to 99 episodes of me 
I am just so always taken aback the support that you guys give to me. If you have not already, please make this show time to subscribe to the Purple Pants Podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, wherever it is that you get your podcasts from. We're there. Hit that subscribe button. Okay. Write a review. Give your baby boy some five stars and tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend that, listen, we are redefining, okay? Because it's a, it's a, it's a, it's the Purple Pants, it's the Purple Pants, it's the Purple Pants Podcast. You better get your headphones and listen up quick. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You better listen in public, might make your stomach hurt. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. She's trying to unwind. You better get that box wine. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You trying to get your snack. You better hurry right back, though. It's the Purple Pants. It's the Purple Pants. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChumpaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.